Hold on, I completely forgot the intro. I almost said, what's up gamers? What's up everybody, welcome back to Speaking as a Free Action Podcast. I'm back this week with the Goomin. Uh, it has been a slow week in the D&D portion of our lives. We've been playing nothing but Dark and Darker. Uh, and due to holiday plans and birthdays throughout the month, we've played like... Maybe... Have you guys been playing Mad Mage? Well, I, yeah, we played, we played one Mad Mage at least this month. That's uh, right, okay. I think we've only played once this month, right Tyler? We played Mad Game Mage Maker. or yeah, Mad Mage. Mage. Uh, I don't know, honestly. Two, know missed... twice, maybe. That's, uh, we didn't I play last we... week because of uh, his sister's birthday, right? Yeah. Yep. Which would have meant there may be two weeks in between. I think we, I think I think we played the last two weeks. I think you played the last two Saturdays. That. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, because the third was a Saturday. But we haven't played Server Skull because. Last time we played, Key died. Yep. We haven't... Nobody's been able to address that yet. Yep. Um, and I, I'm waiting for everybody. Yeah. I want everybody to be able to play for that one. Oh, excuse me. Did you guys And Justin still hasn't made his character yet. We heard it. Awesome. Yeah, and he hasn't made a character yet, which is going to be important. Um, has he given you any kind of idea? Or has he still yes. Not yes. Yet? I think I know his idea in his class, but he hasn't made it yet. Was he thinking? I think he told us cleric one time. I think we were all in the room, is why I bring it He's up. He's thinking healer. A healer of a type. That's I, knew, right. I knew he was thinking healer. Like, yeah, I, that, I just, but uh, I won't tell you like his his idea or any like his class or anything. Right, that could give away too much. I'm excited for it. It should be interesting to see like a new kind of support character added to our roster. Yeah, I'm very excited to see what he makes. Um. It was rough. So what was that? It was a zombie troll. Yeah, it was. Him? It was a zombie. It was a fast zombie troll. I think is fast, what it was called. Specifically, a fast zombie yeah, troll. Yeah, it had like its own stat block in I'm the book. It up. And then um, I could post its stat block in Discord. I'll pull it up real quick. And then uh, it was the uh, what's it called? The uh, necromancer. Was he just like a? pretty much like a basic just necromancer uh yeah i guess for the most part he just had like basic uh, necromancy spells and he had that mask that i didn't even end up using i think right um, oh i see what kind of the difference in a fast zombie is they get like they get an additional slam attack when they make a full attack which is huge uh -huh. it looks like they don't have that stunned like they can only attack or move thing yeah like most other yes. zombies have yeah, that's that's fucking horrifying. Yeah, he was that was a strong fight, honestly. And they have toughness, and that's just a base zombie. I'm sure it's a little different for the um, the the zombie troll, but uh, yeah, that was a rough fucking fight. Yeah, I mean, I lowered her level, and we and Justin were talking about it. He was like, definitely shouldn't have rushed a spellcaster. I was like, yeah, but like, but you have to, to be fair. What else do you do with the spellcaster? Yeah, I don't. Uh, maybe that's not what he said. I, but he he said something like, you know. I, I shouldn't have done like, what I did, or like shouldn't have yeah. shouldn't have wild shaped or something. 
and uh we kind of threw caution to the wind and we kind of just went in we didn't really yeah, was, yeah you didn't really think about yeah, it there no and it's always unfortunate like when it's just like you know this guy's a spell cast and then he hits you with a really fucking powerful spell yeah and he i did and lowered four of his levels and he did it three times too i know how many times can he cast innervate three three holy shit what i use all, i use all three of the spells uh i can't remember person. no okay. I, I don't remember Holy I just know shit, that that spell, that spell slot thing, I think he had like three uses, so I just used them all on that. That's insane, yeah. Yeah, that was terrifying, because it could have easily happened. Well, I almost you. killed Sam's with it, too, because I right. crit on Sam's. Mm -hmm. And rolled two twos rather than a four. I don't know if it's just me, but I personally feel like that's a little strong for a crit. I'm not sure if that's working as intended. Just based off of like my personal opinion, based off of how like crits work with like everything else. It's just that crit for that particular spell is so much more powerful than like you've been able to crit on pretty much anything else that you can crit on. It's just so crazy because like like a normal uh, cast, you know, if he just hits us all with it we're all level five and it drains us 1d4 levels but all of a sudden we're level five and it turns to possibly eight levels and it's like wow yeah it could kill you i just yeah. i mean i don't see any other way it would work because it's just a spell that i crit it was a range touch attack so you can crit on those kinds of spells and when you crit it just doubles it just doubles its effect yeah and it's only and because it's a range touch attack right yeah, those if it spells. was a spell save, it wouldn't. I don't think it would have worked that way. There's no way it would work that way, right? That but be because weird. it was a roll, mm -hmm. and it is crazy. Like literally, I rolled two twos on two d four. If I rolled one three, he'd be zero, which would he's be dead. Death. Yeah. Yes, he's dead. If you yeah, that, go negative under, you yeah, die. That that spell and any stronger variation of that spell might be the most broken shit I've ever heard in my life. Honestly, it's really fucking strong. I would argue it's broken, but it, like it's passively <laughs> strong. Honestly, <laughs> that's so crazy. It's innervate. Innervate, yeah. Innervate, Pathfinder, crit. Innervate and crit. Ooh, interesting. There's a whole Reddit post about it. I'm sure there is. I'm curious what they think. I'm trying to build an energy draining magus, but I can't find the ruling of oh, ruling if innervate can crit. Top code or top comment says. I'd say you would do 2d4 negative levels, but remember that Innervation is a teamed spell, so you need the Arcana that lets you that lets you spell combat with those. I need two spells for it: close range and spell blending. Because oh, because it's not a major spell. Um, this guy said, oh, OP posted this. Um, he highlighted something: if an attack that includes an energy drain scores a critical hit. It bestows twice the listed number of negative levels. Yeah, so that's just what it is. It's just uh, wild. It's yeah. just a crazy fucking spell. But I mean, it's it can only you can only crit that on a twenty. I guess unless you uh, take improved critical and then you select the weapon raise, um, then yeah. This guy is also saying I personally would say no. But I mean, he's like. I'm not surprised it's such a hot yeah. topic because there's people like Tyler. He's like, I don't know what else to do with a crit on this spell he was and then there's people like me who are like there's no way you just yeah. do another d like uh, yeah. you this, know what i mean <laughs> this guy thought it was a on a weapon that's when he said he would say no and then he when uh, the I guy see. posted and said it was the spell as attack roll he goes in that case 
Yeah, the energy drain is double 2d4 yeah. over 1d4. I think it because it's just an attack roll and everything. That's it's crazy. Just, That's scary, it's man. Hitting. Just scary. It's just scared. Like I rolled that 2d4 like mm -hmm. without knowing the ruling that if I rolled over his level, he dies. Yeah. Uh, and so like when I rolled it, I was like, oh, two twos. That's okay, cool, no worries. And then like we looked up the ruling after, and I was like, oh my god, I literally almost killed two people in that combat. Yeah, it's a, it's a very powerful spell. And so I'm thinking the, do you know what level interface is? Well, actually, I can look that up. Three or four, it, three, I think. Pathfinder. I've spelled it differently every time I've typed it. Um, Innervation is a fourth level spell, meaning that guy had to have been a. He was very strong. 10th level caster to cast it three yeah, times? He was really strong. Wow. Sorcerer Wizard, let's see. Well, this doesn't tell me anything. I wanted to see the level roughly. See, a witch. When could a witch cast a fourth level spell? I am. Uh, Starting at level. 7th level? 7th level, they could cast 4th level four times. So he had a, maybe he was like a 12th level caster, but still. That, was, that dude was a menace. And then he had a fast troll with him. Like that's, I mean, we knew it was a hard fight going I, into it just because it yeah. was a, it was off the beaten path kind of. Fight. If I hadn't got rushed too, I was going to like uh, resurrect some zombie or like uh, skeletons. So we probably did the better thing by yeah. That may have, hearing all this, that may be like the hardest fight we've ever had that isn't like. Absolutely. That isn't like. You know the structured. Yeah, like it's not like, like us yeah. preventing the cannibal god from being yeah. summoned. It's not us fighting Ripley. It's not us, you know, fighting. You know, it's just a that. dude it in the jungle. Random encounter, <laughs> and it's like, oh, we're all level files walking down the road. Oh, what's that? A sound to the left. Open up bushes. Guy who can turn you to one level. <laughs> and his fast zombie troll. <laughs> yeah, and his pet zombie. Uh, that one may that one may have been a bit too spicy for a random encounter, but you know it wasn't even random. It was in the book. Like it's like this. Really? You know? Yeah. Like I didn't roll for oh, that. Oh yeah. Like it's just wow. in the book. That's crazy, it's, dude. We could have avoided that. We could have easily just. Oh like, yeah, oh, yeah. You could have been like yeah, fuck all that. But no, I it was like it, it was like you did decide to go over there. It was like spot remember. L, the Jakiki fight, and I was like okay. <laughs> I enjoyed the fight though. Definitely gonna be one to never forget. The, the fucking fear of that. Yeah, shit. I'm really excited for the uh, next session. I always love like the funeral sesh and the sesh of like, uh, you know, everybody's like dealing with the death, and then of course there's a new character. Yeah, so it's like sadness and excitement. At yeah, the same I, time. I always love those. Yep. Uh, I'm excited to see what I. I mean, you told us that he's gonna be playing a support based class, but I'm. Curious I believe. To see. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how he's gonna build it yet, but sure. But I, I don't think he's going to run another Juicito where he's strictly support. No, but I'm I sure he'll be so. maybe a hybrid, you know, something in between. Kind of a key and a... A key and a Juicito. Getting, like, a melee cleric would be really He also funny. said that his... Justin was telling me that his two bets were uh, for people to make it to the end was himself and the barrel. Oh, really? And so now he's that he's gone, out. he's already like, well, fuck. <laughs> Wow. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong. What was his, uh, did he ever say his reasoning for why he chose himself? I, th I just, dude, if he would have got a few more levels, he was going to start getting fucking crazy. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think did Lion Toad, like Lion Totem Druids, whatever the fuck he was, and the way he was building himself, he was just going to be really strong when he, like, wild shaped. 
I mean, he already was. Well, he didn't really get to use it in combat that much, did he? No, not not no. too much. He used it a few times. Yeah. I do like in Pathfinder how it's a uh, a time limit rather than a per like yes. level usage or whatever, and then there's no restriction on what you could be. So like at whatever level he got it, he could be it for an hour, and he could be like whatever it was. It was really fun. Um, I because I remember he turned into a lion for a few encounters, and then him and his lion, his companion, would go and fight shit together. I thought that was really cool. Um. You had asked us for our animal, spirit animal thing. Did that ever mm -hmm. come up in the last session we played, or is that no, it, was? Did you ask us for the next one? It's gonna be in this next session. That's right. That's what it was. Um, okay. Had Key not died, it probably would have got there. But sure. Um, you think we would have ended on that? Yeah, that's what my plan oh. was. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was an awesome fight. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for the next day. I'm really excited for you guys to see what the spirit animal thing is. Like, I really like the way this too. book is doing stuff where it's like, you know, it, it's just like interesting ways of giving your player things. Like the way I, with the, uh, the little quest missions, yeah, in the first one where it like gave you guys permanent bonuses. Yep, yep. That was awesome. And I, that blew my mind. I never once ever thought about the idea of like, yeah, if you bring me that, I'll give you a permanent like plus one to whatever. Yeah, like I'll teach you, you something, and it'll it'll give you a permanent plus one something. It's awesome. Yeah, it I so really like it cool. too. Yeah, I agree. When I read that in the book, I was like, God, it's fucking sick. Yeah. Um. And then in so we have Kingmaker coming up tomorrow, and when you guys played your session all two weeks ago, two weeks ago I think, yeah. Um. You guys entered Fort Drelev, and before that, you guys fought, or not you guys, but two of you guys fought. No, no, Dylan was there too. So there's three yeah, of you three, plus yeah, Wolf. Yeah. Um, you guys fought a, I can't remember, the, a Nukla V, I think is what it was called. Uh, but basically, it was a blighted fey creature of water. Um, and for some reason, it seemed to like pull you guys out of teleport there to fight rather than going to your actual location. Um, that was really fun. I think there's a lot of mystery with it, and I'm hoping that mystery kind of spreads throughout the book. Um, but then you guys actually got to your location together as a party. And so I may have mentioned it once before, but I wanted the base for Drelev off of a city I read in a book. Um, so I was reading one of the Warhammer book stories and one of these towns that normally flourish with with trade and everything over time has become worn down um, from soldiers that were returning from war uh, they would always stay there and over time more and more soldiers were staying there and realizing well you know they're organized enough that they could easily take over the town's militia and run the town themselves so the town's militia kind of gave up and these corrupt soldiers uh, took over the town and now they charge like taxes on everything. There's rent on everything. And I was like, I think that would be the best way to run Fort Drella. Because in the book, it's similar. It's like, you know, so-and-so Baron has lost his power. He's kind of struggling to get his feedback. Um, there's mercenaries from another nation in this town that are kind of working for another country or leadership. Um, and they, they kind of leave off on that. And I was like, I think it'd be really nice to implement that rule where they're, they're shitty mercenaries. And they're obviously taking advantage of the situation that they've been given. 
where they're stronger than the militia force since the militia force has been dealt with here. So now you have these mercenaries that are in stronger force basically running the streets of this town. And now the players have to deal with the problem of, well, that guy said it'd be 15 gold pieces to get in the gate, but you're telling us it's 16. And I'm like, yeah, that's just the rules. I don't make them. I just enforce the wall. And I know it's frustrating. CJ, it cracked me up telling my brother about you getting so frustrated with that. But dude, I think it's going to make it so much more memorable, like entering the walls of Fort Drelev. Ryochi's going to hand them boys their ass <laughs> once uh, once we quit playing around with these fools. I don't doubt it. I don't once doubt it at all. Time, once it's time for the ass handing to show up, I'm going to say, oh yeah, your life, a thousand gold. Oh, you don't have it? <laughs> <laughs> be so funny if he's just like yeah yeah here and he just like pulls out a coins and he's, yeah a thousand yeah here thousand. you go oh thanks take it oh yeah yeah bye <laughs> oh, yeah i remember when you were a fucker to me by the way yeah that was me <laughs> yep that was me bye <laughs> uh that's pretty much all i've got really on for drill Lev right now um big I'm trade excited. city yeah. yeah is it a big trade city it's well i won't say big but there is trade going on um in the canals while well, you guys kind of did like an overall walk through the town mm -hmm. um the port is still active they have not closed off the port so there's trades coming through um but they are a very much they're maybe the size of y'all's kingdom right now maybe it'll definitely probably smaller smaller yeah since you guys have expanded more um but they are definitely a few stages before you guys and then being on the water is a huge advantage for them because they have access to things like a port um one thing i really loved about fort Drelev was the um the church that is a brothel and gambling hall and at first i was like oh the mercenaries took over the town and i bet they just flipped that around in order to make it you know to spit on the face of whoever lived there but in reality, that's just what that goddess's, like, theme is. You know, she's just, she's cool with it. She's like, yeah, that's badass. And so that's what the church is like. And I was like, oh, this is pretty fucking cool. I've never, you know, I always expected to be like a church of, like, Saren Ray, where it's, like, very, you know, religious and very calm, and there's, like, aisles and pews and, you know, an altar up front, and there's stained glass windows. But this one, I picture... There's like huge heavy red curtains like covering all of it. There's like a red floor. You walk in, there's like gambling cards, there's dealers, they're all ready. There's people, you know, drinking, there's women dancing and it's like complete madhouse. And I love the idea that it's just completely broken the confines of what I thought. Um, all these like religious ideas of Pathfinder would be like, um, because I don't know, in all the other games, we never really went into churches and when we did, they were normally abandoned or uh, full of zombies, you know, or something crazy. So I'm into it. I really liked it. And now that you guys get to explore it, it's going to be a little bit cool. Um, the priestess that runs it is a complete badass. Um, I cannot think of her name right now. Uh, you think next sesh is going to be mostly in the city? Oh yeah. I think the next maybe couple sessions is going to all be within the city. Oh, um, okay. This, you guys are kind of like in part one of book four. Uh, it's a little bit more expanded than uh, the uh, the other books. Like Varnhold was very easy. It was like, go to Varnhold, find Vordekai. This one's going to be like, handle Fordrelev in whatever way the players want to. And then they move on to the next thing. 
So COVID it'll be interesting to show. You could, and there's a chart in the book, basically what the players do that I keep up point-wise with to see how the kind of city turns out at the end. Uh, yeah, whether like it's like... decisions that the king makes. Right. It, you guys could easily leave the... Uh, the town in ruin you could easily like help them get back on their feet um and based on like how many points you end up with at the end is where they kind of stand after everything has resolved in the end um because i think at one point you guys are like let's just charge in let's go find the baron and let's handle this shit and in the book that's like it's like okay if the players want to take it by force this is what's happened and i'm like okay i know exactly if they want to do anything it seems like it's already been covered like, somebody knows how to handle this shit. Oh, which brings us to a new point. CJ, I was telling Tyler about this on a meme I posted throughout the week. Posted a Pathfinder meme. Uh, you know the two bird memes where there's, like, a little bird and then there's, like, a crow? Yeah. Okay. Little bird was like, yeah, me and my group play Pathfinder. It's really fun. And then, like, the crow, like, chimes in. And he's like, oh, my gosh, stop talking about Pathfinder. It can't be that fun. There's so many rules. I already love 5e. <laughs> and, uh... You know, obviously, memes like those get a ton of fucking comments, and people are, um, you know, they vo- they're voicing their opinions. Uh, and one person, I remember, they were like, uh, "Yeah, but in Pathfinder, can you can you be a summoner that brings to life their imaginary best friend uh, without reflavoring?" And then they like posted their class and build, and I was like, "Actually, you can." There's two classes. There's a spiritualist and summoner, uh, both of which the ally that you summon will grow with you in levels as you continue to play and i don't think i ever heard anything back i love that argument actually because like and and the reason i love it is like as far as like the 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 dude who is like uh yeah dude new 5e uh can you be this in in pathfinder it's like bro let's be real (laughs) if i wanted to be a dragonborn monk that grew two astral arms and they didn't add the astral self subclass then I would be fucked just like how you running whatever class you're running if they didn't add that specific subclass you would be fucked so in certain situations where you were like oh yeah I want to Instead of looking at the class, classes first, I'm going to make up a character in my head first. You're going to have to get lucky and hope that something in D&D will, will allow you to do that without reflavor. That's the thing that I like the most about that, without reflavor. Yeah, Bro, do you I know hate... how much reflavor you have to do in 5e if your class doesn't fall under a specific subclass? Yeah. Meanwhile, in Pathfinder, it's literally meant for you to take it any way you want it. My character started as a ninja, now he's a ninja samurai. There was no reflavor done in that whatsoever. Yeah, no multi class. Well, you did multi class, but there's no like multi subclassing, no classing, no. It's just you just pick two classes. It was easy. Yeah, but but yeah. I, honestly, I, I think that that argument is pretty funny because I mean, you know, if you wanted to be a like a, if you wanted to be a barbarian who is better than taking damage than everyone else in the game, and they didn't add the fucking what is it bear totem, 
yeah, something to spirit warrior or totem yeah. warrior. Yeah, well, yeah. then you, you would be fucked. Because yeah. the best, the very best damage taker in the game just isn't a subclass anymore in this theoretical situation. Yeah. And you're going to have to pick a different subclass of barbarian and you're going to have to flavor that one. Yep. That I, is the I, stupidest thing I've ever heard about life. I think a lot of players in 5e hear how hard or how much harder it is to learn the rules and moves of Pathfinder and so they just lock themselves out and away from it because they're afraid that how, of how difficult it is but I think if they had really looked into it and just spent some time looking into it and learning it I think a lot of players would fucking love it and I think with one D&D coming out and maybe them stopping 5e content I think that might happen I think more players might check it out I think the learning curve from not playing any tabletop game to playing 5e and then going from playing 5e to Pathfinder is relatively the same learning curve. The reason yeah, I probably. say that is because you go from playing nothing at all to playing D&D 5e, it's going to be kind of difficult to learn. Mm -hmm. And then when you go from 5e to Pathfinder, you're going to have an idea of what's going on. You just don't know all the extra shit that's going right. on. So, like C and B and C and D and and it's honestly easy to remember. It just takes time. Like mm -hmm. honestly, it does. Like just like know, it did with Five E. Exactly. So like sometimes it can be overwhelming to look at you know Pathfinder and instead of four hits per turn, you have four different base attack bonuses, mm -hmm. and you you have three different armor classes. Mm -hmm. But it's not honestly hard to learn. Like, if you can learn how to play 5e, you can learn how to play Pathfinder after you've learned how to play 5e. And the community between Reddit and some of the discords I've been in has been, have, they've been so much more welcoming. Oh, and, dude, everybody's like, just so helpful. They're so much more helpful. I think everybody just likes being like, oh, dude, that's what you got going on in your game. This is what I would do. Yeah, they get excited. They're nerds. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, we're just big nerds. That's where the players you want to play with are. They're in Pathfinder. People that just like to fuck around are in D&D, from what I've seen. My brother was telling me one time, a group of podcasters he listened to did like a D&D thing. And he was like, yeah, I, you know, I, I want to try playing again because they sound like they had a good time. He was like, they're barred. His whole thing, like how he would attack people is he would kick people because he was a jester and he would dance on people. And I remember hearing that and I was like, it's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of. But then I was like, but then again, that's just how D&D players are. Like, they don't, they just do whatever the fuck they want. And they always get away with it. And I was like, in Pathfinder, that shit doesn't work. You want to kick somebody in the chest? Okay, well, he's got, like, DR-15. Like, <laughs> like, you don't have a cold iron weapon? Then you're not killing this fake. Are your feet uh, made of cold iron? Yeah. You got adamantine boots on, sir? Because if not, your feet are gone. But I don't know. It just... It, I think everybody really likes the whole fantasy aspect, but I think they're afraid of the deep fantasy, which is what we play. We, I said, I was telling Tyler, there is like, I'm holding this like imaginary graph in my hand. <clears throat> so there's like a bar in the middle. It's like left side. D and D is like comical. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's whatever fun you want it to be. And then the right hand is. It's like super hyper serious. Like there is no like jokes and stuff. We are, we're definitely on more of the right side, the more serious side, but we're 
decently close to the middle where we slip jokes in and act really stupid a lot that it's that that's how we play it's got enough realism and enough fun fantasy to make it interesting but then we have enough jokes to keep us awake you know and kind of stupid and natural like i mean the last session we played uh bunch of heavy roleplay went down in Kingmaker. Um, since I split the party, uh, you both kind of had a campsite, and you both had an evening of talking to each other and really getting to know each other around a campfire. Um, it's actually a big moment. It's the first time we learned a single thing about uh, Henry. And Catherine. Yeah. yeah, a little bit about Catherine, a little bit about Henry, a little bit about myself. But we but knew yeah. a little about Kadrim already, right? We didn't know shit about Henry. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't know anything about Henry. That's true. We knew absolutely squad about Henry. Um, but then, you know, immediately after having these heavy roleplay sessions, we go to the brothel church, and the king is looking for the hottest succubus roleplaying waitress he can find. And it's just like, that's just how our games go. They're stupid. But they have a serious setting. Yeah, no, there's like, this next key session is going to be like, completely mournful, and yep. like, it's going to be very sad, and then like, by the end of the session, Seth will be drawing minion porn. Yeah. And like, that's just <laughs> the way it goes. When the rest of us are having a... Cookie crumbles. The rest of us are going to have a horrible time, and Seth is going to be drawing the entire time, and then Josh will jig uh, jiggle, he'll giggle every once in a while, and we'll look up, and scroll down, and there will be a massive amount of minion porn hiding in the corner of the screen Did you, I think I already talked about this clip but the guy that was like hey you're gonna stream any D&D and I was like nope because we draw way too much minion yeah. porn nope and that will not be allowed on Twitch would love to not happening um, speaking of Twitch streams though we've been playing a fuck ton of Dark and Darker I want to talk about that oh secondly before we get too deep into Dark and Darker I'm going to plug our little ad. Uh, it's almost Christmas time. By the time this episode comes out, it will be the 26th. So it's over. So you missed all the sales on the dice right now, right? Unfortunately, it's too close. Maybe you're going to get it like the last day. However, there's hope for you. You go over to Dice Envy and you find however many things you want to buy. At checkout, use coupon code Fireball Studios for 10% off. Um, if you're on the Instagram, uh, at Fireball Studios, you go to my link in my bio, it's the top link. You follow that link, buy whatever you want, uh, use my coupon code still at the end, get 10% off, helps me out, and I appreciate you. Um, now let's talk about Dark and Darker, the real thing. That game is a, a load of fucking fun. Fire. And I don't know why it's so fun. But I enjoy it so greatly. It's fun because it's it's just D and D. It is. It's just a D and D video game that's like a first person a D and D game that you can play with two of your friends. And it's like it is a battle royale. Mm-hmm. Some people might be turned off by that, but like, dude, it's just it's literally like playing D and D. Like every but time we so play different. it, it's yeah, it's weird. I yeah, I mean, it's not a to- like totally a battle royale, but like it yeah. is. I was gonna say that actually, it's about the. I don't know, honestly, if I would, like, technify it as your typical Battle Royale just because the only things that they really take from the Battle Royale is, like, the limited player lobbies in the circle. Mm -hmm. Like, 
that's really about it. You know, well, there's like, limited player lobby. There's circle. I mean, it's kind of like Tarkov. You could take your own gear in. It's like a combined version. Would you call Tarkov a battle royale? To an extent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. To an I, extent. You load somebody, into a map. There's not a circle, but you load into a map. There's a timer. There's a circle. Oh, oh you mean Tarkov. And Tarkov. Yeah, Tarkov. Um... Somebody on the page saw the mimic clip and they go, what game is this? And I was like, this is dark and darker. And I put in quotations. I was like, this is a looter role playing game battle royale. And I was like, it's extremely fun. It's free to play on Steam right now. They do monthly play tests. Any D&D like, &D player is going to enjoy it. Yeah, probably. It, it tugs at those D&D scores for sure, because mm -hmm. uh, you know, you've got Ranger, Rogue, Barbarian, Cleric, Wizard, and Fighter. Yep. Did I say Fighter already? Yep. Nope. Oh, no. Yeah, so those are the classes, and... and they're adding um, Bard. They are adding Bard and possibly Druid. I heard Druid possibly. too, but I'm oh. not concerned about that. I'd one. like to see Druid and Monk. I'd like to see all those. Monk would be actually really Austin's cool. fiending for a Warlock. Oh, dude, a that Warlock, like a too. Sorcerer, Magician thing? That would be cool. But, uh... uh it's uh it, it has a lot of aspects and it kind of like gives uh like you know shout out reference to stuff like dnd hmm. just for like simple things like uh the clerics and the wizards are spellcasters so they have spell slots mm -hmm. instead of mana uh like dnd and then wizards can meditate to get their spells back uh, clerics cannot, but one thing that all the spellcasters can do is rest at campfires to get their spell slots back. Yep. And stuff like that, like that is a direct reference to D&D, &D, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like little shit like that, that's like... Oh, like yeah, like awesome. barbarian rage, dude, like, mm -hmm. all the, all the spells are like, you know, work very similarly that are in the game. There's magic missile and fireball, invisibility, haste. Bane lightning, lightning bolt. Yeah, like less protection. Yeah, just uh, it's fucking great. If you love D and D, yeah. play the fucking game. Yeah, especially because it's fucking free. It's Is like a it, twenty dude, second yeah. download. It's like, PC only though, right? Pro, yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah, and by the time this episode comes out, the play test for December will be over. But are they doing one monthly? I heard someone say I that. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think That's what Dylan was saying. Right, so keep your eye out on dark and darker play tests because it's the shit. We're gonna be playing it like pain until it comes out. Oh yeah, every every month once it releases, we're gonna be playing that shit. Uh, there's not things like subclasses yet, and you can tell they've put like a lot of things in there that they're working on. Yeah, there's um, gonna be training. Yeah, which we don't know what that is, but there's perks, um, which are like, like cleric has one that's like, um, you do five percent more damage with blunt weapons, uh, and pretty much all the weapons they use are blunt weapons. Um, Claire gets second. Oh, that's another thing. Claire, or not Claire, uh, Fighter gets like second wind. And it's like, that's straight out of 5e. So it's like, you know, they're doing shit that's like, it's obviously they were fans of D&D &D and they were like, how do we make this into a video game? I have a theory that the game was originally made for four players too, but they felt that four players was too much for a party size. I think three is awesome. Three is perfect. But there's like a few concept arts where you'll see four. Yeah, that's people. four. Yes, you're right. And it makes me think they were like, yeah, four people in a hallway is just too much, but three works really well. And that's, I wish the, I want to see new maps. And I think you and Dylan were talking about that. I uh, want outside. An outside map would be really cool. Um, 
a goblin cave would be really fun. Uh, but I want things theory. wider. I, it's too hard to swing weapons in some rooms. Okay. In, like, hallways. I think the first level is going to be outside. That would be fun. And like, Tomb like, of Annihilation. Kind of, yeah. And then, like, I don't know if it's going to be, a, like, a blue down portal to go from level 1 to level 2. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, a red a red to go down yeah. or a blue to get out like it is right now. But, uh, I could, I could see, like, the first level being like like outside the dungeon or like like the top level like the very entrance of whatever dungeon we're in right now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well there's also that i think it'd be cool if there were certain parts of the map that new portals would spawn that would take you to new areas like uh you know the it's kind of the center of the map um but there's a tower in it uh yeah. and it's kind of like broken apart and everything there's a lot of death skulls flying around yeah. um i went down that tower today uh, on accident trying to like jump around and do some puzzles and find like chests and stuff uh, but I think it'd be really cool if like you took that one and maybe you went to like the crypts or something you know it's like more undead dungeons mm -hmm. um, I think shit would, like that would be a lot of fun where it's like you could kind of control where you're going um, or you could just hard select like yeah I want to go to I want to go to the outside forest area and fight deer and boars and Fey creatures. Um, I still wish that there was more time per game. Yeah, though, it's like, a little rushed. The circles a little, yeah, it is a little, a little fast, longer. for sure. Even with the update where they made it longer, I think it's still a bit rushed as well. Because, yeah. like, I don't know, it may be by design, so that way it's like, you know, you're not like, supposed to be able to loot, like, all, every single person you kill in the dungeon. Mm -hmm. But I want to. Yeah. Thankfully, you don't need to. Typically, you don't, yeah. But, like, that's just the only thing is, you know, if you don't, you might miss out on a purple that you right. see because it's on a rogue and it was in his inventory rather than, like, equipped to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. you're on your barbarian, so you're just looking, just skimming. You know, some situations, sometimes you can't even loot because the circle's coming. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, the the circle doesn't really seem to tick that bad. Yeah, I don't. Like, you can survive it pretty easily. Um, but it ticks fast. I think that's the threat. I think if you don't bring a proper amount of healing, it gets scary. Yeah. Um, so, like, I play Cleric, which seems to be a lesser popular class. Um, but for me, healing's no problem. You know, I've got, like, a... I've got, like, lesser heal... Uh, and then I have Holy Light. Um, lesser Heal I can use to heal myself, but uh, Holy Light I can use to heal others for a lot. Uh, or deal a lot of damage to Undead. But I mainly just, I mainly play a support. I play uh, in the back line, or if we have a Ranger, I play in between the Ranger and whatever our front line is. And then I just pre-buff the shit out of whatever's in front of me. That character runs in and typically kills everything. Like Dylan on a Barbarian, if I buff Dylan, Dylan's in it, yeah. and he's just destroying everything. Um, and then, like, like if, if you're on Ranger, I could just turn around and give you Bless, and you're good. That's just, like, two additional stats to, like, everything you need. And it's like, you're good. I can run in and start swinging and body blocking Divine for you. Divine on Ranger, too, actually. Divine what? Trike. Divine Trike oh, or whatever it's called. I haven't been taking that, but it's only because really? I've been running Resurrection. That's true, yeah. But Resurrection... I mean, 
we don't get any use out of it. Like we never use it. So I'm wondering if to I should fair, take Divine Strike. Well, to be fair, you had a chance to use it earlier. It's just I died right beside of a shrine. A, uh, yeah. Shrine, yeah. Yeah, the one time I get an opportunity to use it <laughs> right next to a fucking shrine. Seems like everybody like settles into a class real nice in this too. Like mm -hmm. Dylan seems to love Barb. Uh you like cleric. I fucking love wizard. Dylan's good at like every fucking class. Dylan's, Dylan's yeah, just been grinding the absolute at, hell out of that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Dylan's really good at Barb and Ranger. And I'm yeah. I'm best on uh Rogue and Ranger. I'm a good Barb though too. You I'm do, not you play good Barb. Those are my three classes. The other three, like uh, I'm just kind of not super familiar with. Although I yeah. do like playing around with cleric. I I really do think cleric is a really good class. Yeah, cleric's my, cleric. Cleric would be my like, off class. I think cleric isn't soloable, and that's why it's not on the leaderboards. I think there's a a lot of people on the top ten are solo queue kind of like people. Yeah. You know, I think, I think so you too. you've got your wizards and your barbarian and your uh, your rogue that are just running around killing people and looting them. Um rather than a cleric that really probably has to play for a group right. or with a group. Um, but me and Dylan were talking about it, uh, CJ. Uh, Dylan has came up with some plans on how to kill the, the Lich King uh, on the hell level. And I think he wants to try some of those runs later uh, if we're all still on and being able yeah. to play. Um, yeah, me and him talked about it. As soon as we ended the stream, we talked about it for like the next 30 minutes. We we're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And we started like show up, like pulling up videos. We're like, all right, these guys did this thing. But I think if we do this way, I think it'll be better. And I think if we do this. So, oh, and then uh, the, the Ghost King that's in there. Mm -hmm. um, we don't really know how to handle the Ghost King. Mainly because we don't know how any of his abilities work. We know that he applies a debuff. So we'd have to bring cleanse. But we don't know how many stacks of the debuff we need or get before we have to pop cleanse. So that one may be a, a little work in progress, but we're excited to try it. Try to go. Let me ask you there. guys how you guys feel about uh, the uh, how do I say it? The direction that Dark and Darker went as far as like, because to me, I'm used to it. I'm a Dark Souls player. I'm an Elden Ring. You know, I'm used to this kind of shit where you play a game. And they don't tell you fucking shit about the game. And, like, you have to try and figure everything out for yourself. Uh, and go from there. I really enjoyed that aspect of Dark and Darker, honestly. Like, I've really enjoyed, like... And some of them are a bit frustrating. Like, the first time you walk into a ranger trap and then they just mow you down because you don't know that you have to look down and disarm it. Yeah. Um, or if we fight the king and then we find out that two of two stackings of those buffs will like auto kill you or or some shit like that you know what i mean like something mm -hmm. like that will be frustrating but like i really enjoy the the experience of us playing this play test and last friday like not knowing like shit and then like this friday we're like recognize the map like you found a lock pick farming spot we know where a lot of the hidden chests are you know what I mean? It's figuring out stuff with the campfire. How long can you rest? I did confirm that you do get your second win back from resting with Austin yesterday. Okay. It's just a certain amount of rest. Okay. Uh, so the, the rangers spawn with a campfire kit. And all of the campfires you find in the dungeon are campfire. So I think that you'll have to rest at at least some kind of campfire. 
I don't know if like a base gray campfire would get a fighter his his uh, second win back, but the kits definitely won't. But multiple different rests will actually get it back. So like, we rested once at a campfire and he didn't get it back, and then we rested at a kit just to get just to top us off, and he got it back from that second rest. Hmm. So just I, uh... finding stuff out about the game, I, I've had a blast. I just w tuned in a streamer uh, to like watch what this guy's doing. He is farming pavasas, CJ. But I would <laughs> never have guessed for why. Why? He is... So they're on the hell level right now, and part of the reason he was farming pavasas is to save them up. They are luring monsters into hallways, and he is putting the pavas up. <laughs> and the monsters can't get over or knock down the pavas, it looks like. There is a bat demon... Uh, like kicking it and he never and never knocked it over that's awesome so they're sitting behind it just like killing everything and then they go into the next hallway and they do the same shit and because players can crouch jump over it it was like no problem they may be attempting to fight the oh yeah, my so god they may be a fi the boss. i think they're trying to cheese the boss in a hallway i'm not really sure yet that's awesome yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna finish watching this but uh he, he's got four pavasas. He just set one down. He equipped another one. Can you build a fucking wall? No, you cannot build a wall. You can build a wall of pavasas. You can or can't? He's going up. Oh my god. He's building the pavasas on shit. I'm linking it right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, podcast. This is not where I thought this was going to fucking go when I clicked on this. I linked it, CJ. He's, he's on the roof right now. I don't know what their plan is for killing this thing. Oh, he has a bow now. And I think he's just going to repeatedly shoot. This is insane. This is not what I thought I was going to be tuning into. I just wanted to watch some random Dark and Dark player. He just set up his fourth pavise. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> he's just standing up there shooting at it now. I feel like this isn't going to work. I don't know if he knew he could do this beforehand. I feel like they did. Well, he's a, I think he's about he, to die. He just died. Okay, I don't think this was the plan that we wanted it. I don't think that was supposed to happen like that. That was insane. I didn't know you could do that, though. Oh, these other guys ran to a whole different room. Yeah, they knew it wasn't going to fucking work. But that was awesome. I didn't know you could stack pavisas like that. <laughs> but, um... I... Okay, so what you originally asked. I have no problem when a game is just difficult, and they don't tell you why. And I feel like it's just because I... Growing up, it was like, you know, games just started. They, you know, they may have like one or two like little explanations, but I mean, like, Tarkov didn't explain shit. Pokemon never explained shit until like, you know, three or four games ago. Um, they would explain how to like catch Pokemon and Pokeballs, and that was it. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, I feel like uh, it, it's kind of funny because I feel like video games kind of hit this like like uh, roller coaster where at the beginning, like at the bottom, you know, mm -hmm. they don't tell you how to play and you just figure it out. And then like as it started rising, games started like holding your hand and giving you like tutorials and like yeah. this and that. And then it started going back down to where it's like, yeah, here's the game. Yeah. Uh, and I have a feeling it's because of... Uh... It's easier to get more players in the game when they understand how to play the game. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. 
Um, but I don't know. I kind of enjoy just like figuring shit out. But also, there's like point. Okay, so for example, Tarkov I was, is too. I was playing um, Knights of the Old Republic, the first one, and I got to a fight with a Rancor that you're supposed to get around by killing. Um, you kill him by like putting this smell that he really likes and a grenade in a pile of corpses and it uh he'll go over there and he'll eat the the pile and then it blows him up whatever um but i had no idea what to do so i was like setting up like gas mines and like frag mines and i was like leading him through it trying to like blow him up and i think the best i ever got i got him down to like to a quarter of hp uh and then i was like well i guess i just gotta like look it up um, but, uh, it, I mean, there was a bunch of people on there that were like, yeah, 13 years ago when the game came out, I just frag grenaded him like repeatedly. I would just like, everybody would throw a frag and then I would pause and like queue up frag and then pause. And they were like, and I just killed him that way. And I'll, I, so I enjoy the figure out the game, you know, like you play the game, how you figure it out. I'm sorry. You should look at the Snapchat that we just got. That's sorry to interrupt you with laughing. No, it's just really funny. Oh, from CJ? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should, uh, I don't know how far along we are, but maybe this is a good time to end. Just go play Dark and Darker. We're 46 minutes in. I think we're going to go fucking play Dark and Darker. Yeah, let's do it. All right, you know what? That's good enough for me. Nobody nobody says we have a quote of me. All right. Yeah. Everybody, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Go play I appreciate Dark and Darker. You all. Go play Dark and Darker. We're your Gooman, and we'll see you next session. I'll be CJ's hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He did it!